What's up, everybody? Thank you for checking out this episode of Chewing the Rag. Before we begin, as always, I would just like to give a couple quick shout outs. First and foremost, Serenity Landscaping Services. Uh, maybe you guys have a big spring cleanup. Maybe you want to get everything right before the summer. Maybe you just need your lawn mowed. That's where Serenity Landscaping Services come into play. Give them a call for an honest and fair rate. Um, you know, weekend, weekdays, doesn't matter. They will come to you. And you're going to want to reach out to them at 518-331-0774 and let them know that Chris from Chewing the Rag sent you. I'd also like to give a quick shout out to Flowrite. 518-649-0921. That's 518-649-0921. Uh, Flowrite, same thing. They don't hit you with any of those uh, weekend fees that the big plumbing companies hit you with none of the holiday fees uh he's come out on christmas day easter day it does not matter get it right with flow right 518-649-0921 and if you do enjoy the podcast please be sure to follow rate subscribe like all that jazz we're on facebook instagram twitter go to chewingtherag.com for all the links platform links are there social media is there everything's over on chewing the rag dot com spotify amazon music google podcasts apple podcasts youtube like share subscribe on whatever listening platform you use and if you do enjoy the podcast please leave a review it's something free it's something quick and it's something that helps myself out a lot uh the more i grow the more the people that i have on grow and get to promote everything that they've been doing and that's really the whole point of this whole thing is to help others. Um, with that being said, there is a link in the description of this episode. If you go to that link, it will bring you to a children's cancer research GoFundMe. Um, so I've had somebody on here to talk about what they're doing, uh, raising money for children's cancer awareness. I thought, you know, that's great. Why don't I help? So from every episode... This episode on, if you check the description, this goes until September 2nd, I believe. If you check the description of all podcast episodes from now to September 2nd, there will be a GoFundMe link. Super cheap. It does not matter. I don't care if you donate a dollar. Let's give some money. Let's raise some money for the kids and be on the lookout for Dave Tuatai's. Dave Toe sorry. <laughs> Dave Toe episode. White people, we love butchering last names. Be on the lookout for that episode. Um, it was a lot of fun, and I'm uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how much money he raises as a collective for children's cancer research. And then, last but not least, if you would, go to w.w.gg. And you use promo code CHEWING, you get 10% off your first order. If you're looking for jitter-free energy, um, no crash, no real additives. I think there's a handful of ingredients in it. They got the Calio Cream. They got a lot of great flavors, shakers on there. Um, go to W.GG, promo code CHEWING at checkout for 10% off all purchases. Again, thank you guys for checking out this episode. It was a lot of fun. And uh, we'll see you soon.
are good. What's up, man? Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. What's up, man? Thanks for having this and uh, dope to be here. Yeah, of course. So for those that don't know, I know we've been spamming social media, but uh, my guest today is Dave Totai, uh, professional fingerboarder, I believe. You're at a pro level. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, believe it or not, uh, there is a pro level to this. I'm a pro for two companies and then flow for a third. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's so sick. It's like yeah. that community. So you see it online. You see people, you know, obviously you're well in the community, but you don't realize how big of a community it really is. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I didn't really know about it either until probably about two and a half, three years ago. I really got into it again because as anybody else's backstory in this community, we all either were obsessed with skateboard culture skateboarders ourselves or found tech decks when they first came out back in the 90s some of the homies back back then much like us who wanted to take things apart and put them back back together took the tech and said how can we real as possible make them out of wood put bearings in the wheels i mean they wanted to make them as real as possible Mike Schneider was one of the people that started doing it way back in the 90s. And now um, he owns Face, which is the biggest company in the United States as far as fingerboarding goes. Yeah. Um, he's a, one of the only distributors in America for a huge company out of Germany called Black River. Because, again, this was all started back in the 90s when Tech Deck first came out and everybody wanted to make them right. Right. better. Fast forward to now, the entire skateboarding culture of like the potential for sponsorships, the potential for free shirts, free stickers, um, your own personal graphic on a deck that other people can part. It's it's all there scaled down to one eighth. That's insane. So for those that don't know, fingerboarding is literally as Dave is describing it. It's everybody knows it as kids is playing with tech decks. But what I didn't realize of like you know, talking to you, uh, meeting you a little bit, seeing what you're sharing online every day is the quality of those decks is essentially very similar, if not the same quality as a skateboard you would put under your feet. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, the decks are the company most common is the same amount of plies you would have on a regular skateboard. The shapes and the molds are very similar to an actual. Everything is scaled down to one eighth, so it's real ply. Um, the, the wheels have real bearings. So, um, maple wheels will use different materials and different different strength urethanes for their wheels for different. It's it's amazing how in depth it goes. But um, an average setup, you know, from a tech deck at two to three dollars at Walmart. Yeah, <laughs> you're looking at the the same price as a regular setup, which these will go anywhere from seventy to one hundred and fifty dollars. That's so insane to me, and not in like a bad yeah. way, like fascinating. Yeah, insane. <laughs> like right. And unless you know, you know, it's like a niche thing. Like if you've got a grandma that knits, right. you'd never know. Oh, there's specific kinds of needles for different kinds of knitting. However, if 
it's something you're into, you're like, holy cow, this thing is really deep. <laughs> yeah. And like me personally, the thing that, you know, brought me in uh, when I saw, honestly, I'll just explain it now. I saw you on Reddit. <laughs> like The thing that brought me in and made yeah. me want to talk to you is because like skateboard culture, we've talked about on this podcast with other guests. Like that's the culture I grew up in. Um, that's the people that mm-hmm. I hung around a lot. So like, it was super fascinating to see that. And then I was like, I got to talk to this guy for multiple reasons and we're going to get into it. But you were, I was like, I got to talk to this guy. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, um, from the skate scene around the area, there's like, there's a season skate shop yep. and there's a town and skate up North. Um, some of the kids that are skating for them representing their teams are also fingerboarders or some of the, uh, I mean, one of the most, most prestigious companies in the fingerboarding game is named Zach from Amsterdam. And he makes not only full-size decks, but he does fingerboards as well. And uh, his company is Woob. And he sells okay. a lot of his stuff at Seasons as well. His decks will go brand new anywhere up to the $200 range. However, much like art, much like music, there's a collective side of it. And yeah. each company will only do so many graphics or so many styles of a deck i've seen his stuff go for five seven hundred dollars just for the deck at auction in mint condition because people are looking for the craftsmanship and the graphic and it's it's the same skate culture yeah it literally you're describing it i'm like that skate culture it's also um yeah not to you know bring it down to a level of toys but i've had a toy collector on here and you see a lot of similarities in just niches, pretty much. Yeah. It's the same thing. You know, mint goes for higher. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Numbers on everything. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I've got probably a total of like 100 decks. Maybe 30 or 40 of them are actually set up that I use every so often. But the rest of them are either collector's decks, one-of-a-kind yeah. decks that were done for, you know, some of the people in the community last year there was a homie of ours that came out to massachusetts every month always came out to sesh and he had ms and last summer unfortunately that got the best of him he passed away and one of the prestigious companies in this game put his picture on a deck did everything for that sold the decks and that money was donated to his mother for funeral costs and to help her with everything going on that's so it's a very tiny community but tons of love everybody's looking to help everybody out yeah no and that's that was the main thing because you posted in reddit um a charity event that you have i believe in september don't quote me Mm -hmm. i believe it's september um for children's cancer awareness and i was like that's awesome so i was that's i was like that's great i'm yeah i'm glad i found that at this time when i have a small platform to support anything albany but also as a dad like children's cancer it's just so obviously disease and illness in general is bad but that's just such an unfair card like kids are so innocent so it hit home in that aspect as well and i was like yeah we got absolutely and and the main target and directive for that was a everybody in this community we're all fat stoner dads that are kids at heart (laughs) that you know we can't put our toy yeah down paired with the 
fact that a majority of us started out as kids and the kids that are seeing them at the stores are the ones getting into it and really developing an interest and they're the next ones coming up on top of all that you know a kid gets sick with cancer has to go through treatment a it's unfair b it's not something they should have to go through but c paired with something as dumb as as fingerboarding you know that hotel or that hospital love be is no longer as frightening active they can skate the countertops and it's a little more fun for them which in turn you know me and the homies are looking at you know boosting immunity and boosting dopamine which helps them feel better and get better which even those little things contribute to the overall beating it becoming better and um that's that's our main directive is just making it easier for them giving them something to detract themselves with and and you know it's a hobby they can stick with and get better at progressively yeah a hundred percent that's that's an aspect that even i i think i overlooked you know i thought your mind immediately goes to like the money's great uh you know you're putting it towards them getting better research everything else but i didn't even think about the aspect of these kids this is a hobby for them as well when they're in these scary situations and areas and you know it's something to ease their mind and that wasn't even something that I thought of in the grand scheme of things, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And it was, um, um, it was actually my wife who painted the picture for me. She goes, you know, some kids in the hospital suffering through treatment, going through chemo. I mean, what energy do they even have to eat, let alone want to give up and play right. something like this. They can skate under trays or, you know, if they're just sitting around a lobby, you know, it's just something to keep their mind going. And it's, what a lot of us are doing, you know, it's a, it's a fidget spinner. It's a <laughs> yeah. ADHD thing, you know, it's, it's everything all in one. When I was talking to my buddy, cause anytime I book guests or anything, I bring it up to like a small group and I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I have somebody coming out. I don't know if you guys know what fingerboarding is. And obviously we all knew what it was, but the term fingerboarding he goes, Oh yeah. Dude, I just keep like a tech deck on my kitchen counter for when I'm cleaning or cooking. And I'm like, Oh, okay. So you're familiar with, I was like, dude, I didn't know this community was so big. He's like, yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah, it's literally, it's such a, he's like, go buy a tech deck. Don't even get anything expensive. It just ease your boredom when you're at your desk editing. He's like, you'll see, you'll get, you'll get hooked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's how it all, like I said, as a kid, I had them. And then about, Two and a half years ago or three years ago, one of my daughters actually asked for some of the tech deck stuff for Christmas. Yeah. And that sparked the whole nostalgia thing. And then lo and behold, thanks to Reddit, I hopped on Reddit <laughs> and a buddy told me, hey, man, and if, if you can think of it, there's a subreddit for it. So I looked on there. There's a whole community for fingerboards. And that's where I started diving into that. And then I started looking for you know, people in my area that might do it and found, I think we have a collection of like 10 to 12 people that come by every Monday night. We just hang out, still set up in my garage, hang out, do our thing and, uh, you know, just get away from the outside world for a bit. Yeah, no, it's awesome. I mean, you posted um, your setup online on Instagram, just like your hangout. And I'm like, dude, that's literally mm-hmm. like a lounge you would see for like kids skateboarding like it's that yeah. whole culture is there I, I was like i gotta get you stickers because like stickers are such skateboard culture that absolutely like, that's why i made them so i got like these here and i'm like dude i gotta get you stickers like they, i gotta get you some and i'll make sure i do yeah that. 
but I'll like, slap them everywhere. Dude, the whole culture was there. And I saw it. I took screenshots and posted it in that same group chat. I was like, dude, look at yeah. this. Like, what's this remind you of? He's like, skateboarding. <laughs> like, yeah. Just, and I'm like, dude, that's and that's what pretty it is. much it. We're all we're all either too old or too fat to keep doing it. So <laughs> fingerboards is the way we go. <laughs> dude, literally, my son has like uh just like one of those small kryptonite boards. And yeah. I'm trying to teach him to ride it, and I'm like. You're gonna make me go like get a complete and ride next to you, and I don't know if I can still do it, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. So maybe he and I gotta get into fingerboarding so I can keep up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what? Obviously, the nostalgia. Your daughter, she brought you back into it. At a certain point, when did you realize, like, oh, I'm getting pretty damn good at this, like, and that's what made you hop on Reddit? You know what I mean? When did you get to uh, that uh, point? Um, I stuck with it and um, I was posting on my Instagram just for, you know, everybody kind of started throwing clips on there just for shits and giggles. And I was tagging Latham because that's actually where I live. Mm -hmm. And one of my homies hit me up and he goes, my friend Dan, it's, I had never met him prior to. And he goes, hey, yo, I see you're uh, making fingerboarding videos. He tagged Latham. Is that Latham, New York? I said, I'm a damn. He was like, your progress is pretty good. You're like, <laughs> like actually trying to do it. And I, I go, yeah, I love it. He's, so <laughs> we started picking up. He's, then we started throwing up more posts on Reddit and finding more people. And, and um, it was about maybe like a year into it. He was like, dude, you're good enough to go pro. Will you ride for me? And I was like, shit, I'm going to stick with this. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's like, yeah. As a kid, even like if you're not heavy into sports, you see like pro athletes in general and you're like, that'd be so cool to be pro at something. So as an adult, like living, being pro at something, that's got to feel really good. Yeah, and, and, you know, like the monetary compensation is not what you would think it is. You're not going to become Nigel Houston or right. like Tony Hawk and get millions off of it. However, you know, you get a deck with your personal graphic on it that you yep. design with a company. Other people are skating it. And then Mike from Flatface once a month out in Massachusetts holds store sessions. And then once or twice a year, he'll have a really big event where kids from Florida fly up from Germany, from California, from Colorado, and everybody comes from everywhere. They hang out, they session, and like, holy cow, you're skating one of my decks with my graphic <laughs> on it. You know, it's so fun. Yeah. So, no, that's awesome. That's that's what I like. Even a merchandise sponsorship, you know what I mean? Like, you get the t-shirts, stickers, whatever it is. Like, it going pro means so many different things to people. But like for me especially skate culture when you hear going pro you're that's what you think like okay i'm getting a deck graphic you know maybe a shoe deal like so those little things like that that's super cool right yeah that's exactly and, it. which is what happens is like it opens up so many opportunities once a company that is in this game notices you and asks you to go pro for them it opens up other opportunities either launching your own thing or, you know, some of the people in this game have gotten into holding their own events or opening storefronts that are fingerboard and skateboard shops, like out in Colorado. And what I saw was every month we were going out to mass 
Massachusetts. And once or twice a year for the really big events, the only thing they charge is a $10 door fee. Mm. And that's it. And then there's vendors there, you sesh, you hang out, you see everybody. So I took that idea and I said, well, if they're willing to pay the $10 at the door just to come sesh, I don't even want the money. Imagine how much we could collectively put together and put towards something good to A, not only kind of put a purpose behind it, right. actually fingerboarding, but B, do some good with it. So paired with that, you know, we put it all together, we put it on paper, it sounded like a great idea, and it just fell into place. No, I mean, I'm seeing the stuff that you're posting, and it looks like every day you're adding, you know, a vendor's name that I didn't see the day before, or just little things like that, and it's like the amount of love and the amount of people you see getting on board for this like that within itself that's got to be such a good feeling yeah and it's really cool because um me and my friend dan and my friend paul were locals from this area that are really big in the scene and we just reached out to everybody that we knew in the game and asked for nothing we said we're not asking for sponsorship we're not asking for free stuff to give all we're asking for Please just help share this post for the attention and to help us, you know, get a big event. And everybody we reached out to, I mean, there's a company from California called Slush Cult. Without question, he goes, give me your address. I'll send you a sponsor pack. A company called Redemption sent us a sponsor pack. There's just so many people that wanted to jump in on it and do some good with it with, with no expectations. Like I said, we were just looking for help and support in getting the word out there and something even bigger than we were for. Yeah, no, it's great. And even uh, myself, I've made it a point. So I've got an episode coming out this Thursday that I just recorded. I've got the GoFundMe link in that description. I'll have it in your episode, which will be next Thursday. It'll be in that. And I think what I'll do is I'll just keep that link in my description. Every, every episode, every week, we do once a week. And I'll have that in there until the day of, and just any little bit that anybody can give. It's really simple. It's just a GoFundMe. Just throw a couple bucks. It's for the kids. Um, you'll feel good. I promise you'll feel good. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. It's yeah, absolutely. I mean, that little bit will help, you know, $5 or, or, or whatever it is that they're willing to throw down. Just, yeah. Just it's skip- going to be. Skip the coffee for a morning. All pulled together towards to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> just, just, I'm sorry. But, Monday's Monday's coffee could wait. Do it for the damn kids, would you? <laughs> but yeah, miss a month, miss a month of your OnlyFans subscription yeah. of nine ninety nine, and throw it towards a good cause. <laughs> you, know, you know, even skip a car payment. Throw a couple hundred bucks down and really step up. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm, I'm obviously kidding, but it is. I'm going to make sure I put it in my description. I'll share it constantly, and obviously, I'll you know I'll put my own money into it. I'm not going to sit here and be a hypocrite. Um, what? So this event, it's obviously in person. You have a bunch of things. So where where is this all taking place? So it's at the Family Recreational Center and Colony. Okay. Um, okay. We, I personally contacted them, rented the establishment myself out of pocket. Uh, friend, 
friend of mine from high school that does uh, weddings and things like that as a DJ. He unfortunately was booked for that particular date, but referred me to another DJ. So we've got the spot. We have a DJ coming out for music. I've got my family contributing to help cook, you know, burgers and hot dogs for everybody. Yep. The only thing we're charging is just the 10 to 15 bucks at the door. And then you just come skate. Everything that's being sent to us uh, in the sponsor packs is what we're raffling away as prizes. And that's pretty much it, man. Okay. Okay. No, that's awesome. That's great. How um. So obviously I'm just trying to picture it because you're, you're looking at, is this like a free skate type thing? Where yeah, pretty much. Bring your own deck. Um, and... Yeah, everybody brings their own setups. We've got a couple of tables that we have here. Um, one of the big companies out from Utica area is called Loft, and they make some beautiful ledges and obstacles that are marble and granite, and oh, they're wow. very college campus-esque. Yeah. And they sell out every time they drop, but they're bringing a table um there's a company out in california called cali ramps that actually makes full tables Jeez. for fingerboarding we've got one of their tables and it's and we've probably got about five or six tables in total and uh, a whole ton of stuff to give away it'll just be come sesh hang out we'll play a couple of games of skate which is the equivalent to horse yep yep but yeah it's funny because that's pretty much it yeah, it's just open sesh. Come hang out. <clears throat> yeah, no, we um. One of the questions I got is like, would you? How many similarities? But I mean, you already pretty much touched on this. But the similarities between skateboarding and fingerboarding. So a sesh, for example, would you say the sesh of fingerboarding almost feels identical to like the hang at a skate park? Yeah, absolutely. Because um, you know, at the same at the same time, you know, we're trying to go for the same tricks yep. everybody's calling everybody on their stuff if they're hitting it sloppy <laughs> but if you get it and you get it clean and you get it on a clip everybody's like yo that was sick <laughs> you know we're playing with toys you yeah. know but it's like it's still the same love it's still the same vibe and uh you, you know everybody's trying to help everybody get better and it's just awesome no that is that's great because like that's such a community thing with skateboarding that people don't realize like it's very individual you know you work on it alone a lot but the community in skateboarding and the amount of support that mm -hmm. you're going to get when you even mm -hmm. first start out is it's top tier community starting out like i mean even when i was first starting out you're kind of nervous and you're like worried about what other people are going to say you're like you know like everybody's like Oh shit, you're getting into this too. Awesome. Stick with it. Get back. You know, everybody is so supportive. Everybody's you know, check out decks from this company or check out these wheels. Or like, you know, everybody's trying to steer everybody to uh, uh getting better and progressing and staying with it. Yeah. No, that's good. It's really similar to and people are gonna call me out for constantly bringing up stand-up no matter what, but I was an open mic level stand up, but I produced my own local shows and whatnot. And there's nothing more scary than getting on a stage in front of people for the first time. Never have told a joke, you know, at that level. And you think people are going to shit on you, but for the most part, that community's been in that same spot. Like they've all felt that same nervousness. Uh, they'll help you with taglines and 
that sense of community is really important, even when it feels like it's the most individual thing ever. Right. Absolutely. And, and I'm sure um, from your experiences doing stand up comedy, I mean, when you're up there, you're doing your first couple of sets and you're nervous as hell. Yeah. <laughs> and then you throw a line out there that you're not sure if it's going to hit. And then you drop the fucking room. You're like, Oh yes. There's yeah, nothing that, like that, that. That'd be the, yeah. That'd be the like equivalent to rolling away from a sick trip. Yep. It's like, Oh yo, I got it. That was awesome. <laughs> yep. You get bolts. You feel good. You're rolling away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Literally the same exact feeling. Cause I, I've done both, obviously, uh, not to a high level of either, but I've done both, and it is that same feeling. Anytime you have, a, it can be the smallest accomplishment, you feel that. And and the same thing, I mean, like when you're doing your set, and there's other G's in the game that have been doing it for a minute, mm-hmm. watching your set, you know, they call that taking notes or taking yep. class, and they help you out, and they yep. say, hey, man, that, that was... Re- same thing with us, you know, hey, that was really good, but you want to kick that back. But, you know, it's it's the same sense of, you know, brotherhood, the same sense of helping each other out, same sense of wanting to see each other do better because like exactly. nobody, nobody wants to shit on anybody in this community, especially in stand up and, and in any community, really, like realistically, you want to help the homies out, see them do better, see them get successful and do their thing. And that's same thing. Exactly. I mean, you look at it from like the most violent of sports. Like if you were to boxing or mixed martial arts, your teammates could be the most violent guys ever, but they still want to see their teammate succeed and they want to see him go to the highest level and they'll pick apart and take notes and give notes. So in all of all aspects, it can be something as silly or as crazy as riding a fingerboard or getting kicked in the head by a guy. Like it's all, it all goes full circle. It literally does. Yep. Same sense of community and support. And, you know, somebody else is coming out in the game with some new obstacles. You might buy them to help them and be like, Hey, check out what he's doing. You know, same thing, man. All everybody's just trying to help each other out. It's awesome. And you've been, um, you know, it's been really cool to talk to you from like day one, like you were super open. You weren't like, who the hell is this guy DMing me? And, uh, super just like warm vibes and really welcoming. And the moment you shared that you and I were going to be having a conversation, like I just got an, an overflow. I have multiple followers and guys like, oh, I can't wait to hear the pod. Like I, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm like, all right. So their whole thing is good vibes. Like they've got really good vibes over there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And like my the, like the whole community behind me, they're stoked to hear it because outside, you know, there's a couple of fingerboarding podcasts. There's like two or three within the community of – you know, guys who get some prestigious people in the game on and they'll talk to them and things like that. However, branching outside of it and talking to other people locally or just doing podcasts that are just trying to find out more about it, that's still pretty rare. And uh, however, it's it's definitely becoming more popular, but it's still in its infantry stages. You know, it's very still, still gaining ground. Right, right. And I think anything like that, um, you know, something that has like that much of a niche, uh, even like toy collecting, obviously with YouTube blowing up toy collectors, it helped a lot. But like anything like that at first, 
it's going to seem like it takes a little bit longer to catch on, but then it, the moment it does, it just boom, you get that big boom. And mm-hmm. I think, I think it's probably close. Yeah. Yep. I, like I said, I wasn't really aware of how big it was. And now that I'm talking to you and things are showing up in my algorithm because social media spies on us, like you can see, yep. Yep, <laughs> you yep. can see that boom coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, there's there's tons of great companies out there. And uh, like I said, you would never know. I mean, until you flip this rock over, there's a huge following in Europe, a huge following in California and on the West Coast, a couple spots out in Cal. It's it's definitely gaining ground and and becoming a a more prominent thing. And I, I like even as somebody who's not, you know, avid or into it. I love that. Like just if somebody works hard at something and somebody really likes doing it, I want to see that person take it to the next level. And that only is going to happen as it continues to grow. So I love that. I love the fact that it's starting to catch on because guys like you who put you heel flip a day, kick flip a day. And it's like every day you're posting that you're working. And I love that. Yep. 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 And you know, behind behind, what are you going for? Like, why are you trying to do one every day? Honestly, it's because I love it so much. I'm just afraid if I don't do one today, I'm gonna forget how to. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like telling that same joke. Like you said that last week, and I'm like, I have to. <laughs> if I don't say it every yeah, week, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna lose it. <laughs> yeah, I've only got so strike much while space the iron's here. hot. <laughs> That's exactly it. But no, I I just did a full episode on laziness and people like being lazy and their craft or saying they want to do one thing and then not doing it. So when I can see people giving something their all or see people putting in the work, I really want that person to succeed. Cause I'm like, they're working for it. And, yeah, definitely. Definitely. And this event specifically, like I want, if it goes even half as good as I think it's going to, just based on what I see online, you guys put something like really special together. I think it's going to be really cool to see. Yeah. And I've had, had, um, you know, Albany med reached out to me and I've talked to a couple of people on there. Um, children can children's cancer ward. And I've gotten a couple of emails from a gentleman named Alan, who is actually specifically with that ward and does things of charity, uh, sorts. And, and he's actually in charge of orchestrating that. And uh, he just emailed me earlier today. They're going to be sending down banners and, um, you know, they'd love to see it become something that turns into like maybe a yearly event. So I would absolutely love to make it become something more regular and constantly giving back and helping out the kids. Yeah. So like how, you know, when you and your wife, when this idea just popped up, how surreal is it now? Like seeing or getting those conversations, getting, having those phone calls, those emails with people from that ward, that's got to be the most insane feeling to know. Like we did that. Yeah. It's it's still totally catching me off guard because you know, everything's set in stone. Everything's happening. We've got the sponsors. I've been in contact with, I don't think it'll really be something that actually sets in for me until day of when I start seeing people come through the door, you know, cause like, <laughs> It, it wasn't too hard to orchestrate and put it together and get the attention. However, keeping the attention 
and seeing who turns up is the thing that I'm consistently yeah. thinking of is like, is it going to be me and five people in a room or are we going to have a dope turnout? And it seems like so far with what we've got going on as far as, as the attention we've drawn and the sponsors we've got, it's, it's going to be somewhat of a decent turnout that we're hoping for. Now you may have already said it and I apologize if I don't remember. What is the date? I know it's September. It is September 2nd, first Saturday in September. Okay. Um, happened to choose that because it was before kids went back to school. And it just so happened that September is Children's Cancer Awareness Month. Oh, wow. Okay. See, I didn't even know that. So that's that's good. I, I'm going to harass you until I put it in my calendar like an adult and remember that. I'll make sure me and the fam will all pop in, say what's up. You know, shake your hand. Appreciate it, man. That would definitely be awesome. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't wait. I think it. I think what you're doing is really good. I think it's cool. Um, I think it's important. If you can turn your hobby into something good, why, why the hell wouldn't you? You know. Right. Exactly. And and like I said, it's you know everybody who is in the small circle that's made this happen. We're we're all investing out of our own pocket. I mean, one of the my buddy Dan, who is the owner of FNS, which is who I ride pro for. He's got a couple hoodies and t-shirts and everything he's got put aside that he's donating for prizes and raffles and stuff. Everybody's throwing something on this because they want to see it become something huge. Is that a, an FNS hoodie right there you're wearing? That Yeah, that okay. is an FNS. Okay. Uh, proud merch, you know, you get free <laughs> stuff every now and then. Yeah, you do good kick flips, you get a free hoodie. <laughs> it's clean. It is clean. That's why I asked. You yeah, said FNS, yeah. and I thought I saw an F. I was like, all right, hold on. Now yeah, I got to bring yeah. it up. No, it's a clean hoodie. Yeah. It's a clean hoodie. But uh, no, I'm excited. I'm not only, I'm glad that we had this conversation. Uh, Definitely. You know, I'm glad to be in touch with you and, you know, develop that friendship and post the hell out of this, promote this, donate myself, pop in with the family. Absolutely, um, man. And, and we'll definitely be in contact much more in the future for sure. So, I have my wife's going to slap me for volunteering this. Um, My son has food allergies. So if there's people coming with food allergies, I will willingly donate my time, my wife's time. And we will bring allergen friendly like cupcakes or any type of food like that. If you'd like. Totally appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. She might, like I said, Man, she might slap you. me, but that's awesome tell her for the kids. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'll bake. I'm not baking. She's gonna do it, but it's for the, it's for the kids. <laughs> right, right. It's for a good cause. <laughs> it's for a good cause. I'm kidding. She works with Albany Vets, so she'll be more than happy to do that. And it's just that's awesome. A little bit of something that we could do to give back. I can't write a fingerboard, but <laughs> I can do that much. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yeah, man. So I know you have plugs. I've seen your Instagram. I know you got a lot of people to shout out and whatnot. I'm going to give you an opportunity to get some of that out there because like I said, I want to see you guys all kind of thrive a bit. So plug away. I want to hear them all. <laughs> uh, plugs. First and foremost, I have to give a shout out to FNS fingerboards who is based out of Schenectady. A picked me up as pro first B put me up on and C is just helping me throw this together. Uh, Next shout out goes to my other sponsor, Loco Fingerboards from California. Um, just linked up with him a couple months ago. He started watching my stuff and asked me to go pro. And actually, he's dropping my pro graphic. I believe this Thursday it's coming out. Um, 
Loco, FNS. Uh, third company I ride for is Chakra, uh, based out of New Hampshire. My buddy Nate, he's been there with me since day one, and he's also a very prestigious company coming out of the Northeast. Bonk and um, Woob out of New York and Loft as well. Those three companies, deck makers as well as obstacle makers, best in the game best in the Northeast, and I had to drop their names. I'm sure there's a million more I could do. Oh, and, and I, I have to say um, Slush Cult, because Slush Cult is based out of the California area, and I've been following him since day one and supporting him, and he returned the favor by sending an unexpected, unexpected sponsor pack for the event, and I just want to send him what love I can, because he's definitely one of the best in the game. That's awesome. That's awesome. Like I said, I knew you'd have a bunch, so I wanted to give you that opportunity because why the hell not? You know, you're you're here, you're giving me an opportunity to have this conversation with you. And uh I want to see that community grow. You guys all seem like you work hard. You're really cool dudes. I follow you on Instagram. I follow them on Instagram. So um I'll make sure I get some stickers out to you. I'll make sure I get this appreciate date. it, man. I'll make sure I get this date in my calendar because I'm forgetful as all hell. And um as for me, if you guys want to check out chewingtherag.com, that's where all the platform links are. It's just easier than saying where this podcast is available. And go to w.gg and use promo code chewing at checkout. That's C-H-E-W-I-N. There's no G for 10% off any orders. Uh, Dave, you got anything else that you would like to share? Uh, dude, I just want to say thank you for having me on. I totally appreciate this. Uh, much love and respect and i hope to stay in contact with you in the future yeah definitely i look forward to meeting you and uh i'm really glad that we were able to do this and the gofundme link again will be in the description so if you are listening to this pop that description up the gofundme link is there and let's raise money for the kids it's it's real simple cool man thank you i appreciate everything you as well dave have a good night thank you again you too man take it easy